Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi guys, it's Claire here from the Business of Dance podcast and I'm so excited to be joining you for a very interesting episode about streamlining your stress-free recital or concert. So we all know that concert and recital season can seem really intimidating, overwhelming and downright hectic from an outside perspective. But in the midst of the storm where costumes are being ordered, dances are being choreographed and venues are being booked, you find a way to keep your cool. There's really no other option. But I'm here today to discuss how to streamline your stress-free recital or concert. With so many things to worry about and accomplish, why not take the time to plan in a way that executes each task without you wanting to rip your hair out? So in today's episode, we're going to touch on some practical tips as well as some things to think about to make the whole experience more enjoyable. So sit back, relax, and let's get into the episode. point I'm going to touch on today is preparation. So this is not a new concept to anyone. Obviously, the more prepared you are for anything, the better it's going to be. But I would recommend for you to prepare for the worst, but expect the best. So you're always trying to, I guess, not over prepare, but do your best to make sure that any major issues or uh, concerns that you're worried about are best resolved before they even happen, if that makes sense. And it may not, but anyway, bear with me. Uh, Way to do this, and if you haven't already, is to start documenting every step, and I know that sounds intimidating, but bear with me, of your concert and create your complete concert checklist. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you've probably heard me uh, carry on about the brilliance and the the amazingness of Trello and things like Asana, which is a project management tool. And if you haven't done it yet, I would, well, one, I'm impressed in a way because I just, I'm such a visual person. I like to make sure that everything is making sure that everything's being done. And I'm just not sure how I would be able to cope without it. So it truly, 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 that's three trulies, has literally changed the whole experience for me so obviously like when we when I first started my first year I was you know I had well, I was stressed and a little bit anxious because it was the first year um, I think in the first year I had about 50 students which is a lot less than I have now but I was way more stressed I felt sick for days before that than I do now with way more students but Obviously, it's because with experience, you know, comes uh, a more understanding of what is going to come. But as well as that, I think it is because we are so prepared and organized. And funnily enough, last year, I was really stressed about the week before because everything was done and I had convinced myself there must be something wrong or we had forgotten something. So that's amusing to me now. So what I would recommend doing if you haven't done so is if you're if you've started already in your recital or concert and you're already you know midway through, try and make a note of every little task and everything that you're doing in preparation for the concert. So 
I find creating these systems boards easier when you're doing it rather than trying to create it in hindsight or in preparation for because I feel like you it's really hard to remember every little thing that you do. So when it's happening, use that time to you know do your regular things that you can always do, use your other checklist, but use that time to create new cards or new workflows for every single thing that is done for the concert. And I did this a few years ago now and obviously it's refined every year but I also take the time after the show to on a card write down things or after rehearsals that didn't go well or things that we'd want to change for next year so we don't forget because I'm sure if anyone is like me by the time the concert comes around the following year you're like oh it was so fabulous last year or you know whatever but you don't remember the little things that problems that cropped up or things you thought oh I'll do that next year that's a good idea and things like that so have a little card there to remind you for the following time so once you have all of these tasks outlined I then backdate everything so I have a list I have so for me in Australia and you know this is general some some Australian dance schools have their concerts different time of the year, but generally it's in the December because that's the end of our year. That's when we go on our big summer break. So what I do is I backdate my list from December. So from between December and November, I have a list for each week. And then before that, I have a, a list for each month. And under those lists are the cards of the jobs that need to be done at that time. And, you know, this is not a, a Trello tutorial podcast but on those things you can add due dates and stuff like that depending and you can assign tasks so when I first started it it did seem a little silly because I was creating all of these jobs and outlining all of these tasks and things that I could do without having to look at because I'd already done it if that makes sense but now I have an office manager and a virtual assistant and together we go through all of the the concert checklist and tasks so it was so beneficial when I did it at the time because now the the pressure on me is is much less and I'm able to do uh, other tasks like prepare for the following year and you know follow other interests and things that I have such as this podcast during concert time because I had taken the time to set up this Trello board which is basically a complete run through of our concert now it includes you know, the ordering of costumes. And we we actually have a complete separate concert costume board, but I'll get into that a bit later. So, you know, the ordering of costumes, when to have, you know, the permission forms back by, how to create the end of year slideshow, what to take to rehearsal, what the rehearsal document should look like. Literally every single thing that you can possibly think of is in this Trello board. Now, things alter and change slightly each year, but generally for the last three years, I've had a very similar board and just added things like, you know, last year we added a concert recital t-shirt and things which hadn't been the year before. So, you know, it is possible to make changes and it's not set in stone, but it's an amazing bones, I guess, of the concert. And then you can add things depending on different themes and stuff. And then from year to year, you just copy that board and make the changes be sure to check the comments or, or changes that were to be made from the previous year and then start assigning tasks to other people as well as yourself to take some of the load off of you. Now that I have my office manager and VA working to complete the task, each year we are able to deliver information and organize everything earlier than the year before. And it's a really interesting way because 
when you copy the board, it copies all the due dates and everything. And when you're changing it and you're completing the task, you can see, oh gosh, I'm actually getting this done a month earlier or three weeks earlier. And it just shows you when you have the foresight, how much you can actually prepare and organize. So the whole process is obviously then much smoother and calmer for myself, for all of my team and my admin support, as well as the parents and students. Now, I did mention briefly before that we also have a complete board for our costumes. Uh, I, I can go into this further maybe another time, but basically within that, we have a complete board for our costumes and we divide it up into either days or genres. And then each list has the cards of the classes. And then from there, we add photos and I can get my team to confirm any costumes, make any changes, and we can also record um, you know, the song and how the sizing and things like that. I know people who also share that with their costume suppliers, which is really awesome as well. Now, that was a huge point, but moving on. So this is more of about sort of the enjoyment aspect for yourself. And this will help with organization as well. So when you're creating your new show, things to think about like a theme. So do you have a theme of your show? And if you do, and if you don't, that's totally fine also, but have fun in the creation process. So involve your students and your team. And it really creates a really wonderful community atmosphere, excitement, and a lot of build up and anticipation. So last year, we got people to vote for different themes that they thought were really interesting or exciting or something that they really wanted to do. And then from there, the team and I created like a short list and then we got people to vote. And I guess you could sway the votes, but it was really clear to us that the really popular theme was dancing through the decades. And that is the theme that we chose. And it was so fabulous. And the students and the parents felt like partially responsible for, you know, the amazing theme we had chosen. And they were much more involved and excited when we revealed anything about costumes or music and things like that, which is awesome. Another point to make is ensuring that the parents have all the information and knowing what to expect in preparation for the concert as well as on the day of. So obviously this will help reduce all the questions that you know you have already answered before and I cannot guarantee it's going to stop the questions. I can tell you right now that my office manager and I get a heap of questions even though we have a really detailed outline but the earlier you can get out the information and the more information that you can give or the clearer information that you can give, it really allows parents to prepare themselves and their children for what to expect and to be really organized in the preparation for the concert. Now, with that in mind, moving on to our next point is creating a concert handbook for parents, teachers and students so that everyone's on the same page when diving into concert season. Now, if you listen to our past episode, we talked about different email series What we have done is from this handbook also then converted it into an email series, but some more information about that on our previous episodes. This is mostly about creating a concert handbook. So for us, this includes everything that they need to know about the dress rehearsal, the photo day, recital information, you know, collecting their costume, the cost of the costume, everything they could possibly think or imagine it's in our go-to guide. So some other things to think about including would be we have photos and links to video tutorials for hair and makeup. We have a costume index which literally outlines what is to be worn on every part of their body and I'm not even joking. So that is a big document but what we do we make sure that everything is labeled so that and we encourage a parent to use the search function. So on it'll have like the name of the class and it literally says face, hair, body, 
legs, feet, but you can understand every part of the body. So then we outline like, you know, they need the red leotard on their legs. They need, you know, tan tights with um, their shorts and then on their feet, they need to wear tan tap shoes and in their hair, etc. you get the drift. But so that costume index is a great way for parents to be able to really check everything when they're adding it to their bag to make sure they're not missing a hairpiece or anything as well. Included also in the guide is a rehearsal timetable when they need to arrive, purchasing ticket information, the cost of the photos and the DVD, what snacks to bring, how to clean or not clean their costumes, etc., etc. The list goes on and we do add to it every year depending on uh, the questions that are asked. We also have a really extensive FAQ, frequently asked questions, as I'm sure you guys would have. It is a great way as well when we're getting a lot of questions to encourage parents do we still answer their question obviously because you know clients are really valuable and we understand that everyone's busy but then we can refer them to the frequently asked questions so that they know that that information is in the guide so even when we are replying to emails we are always reattaching the guide and saying you know be sure to come here and check and sometimes when we're in we're rehearsals and things and we have an automated email response it'll just say you know we can't get back to you until you know tomorrow or whenever if you have a, a major concern you know please come and see us at the rehearsal or alternatively please refer to the guide literally you can search in there for your question a big tip I would have is putting an index the front so that allows people to zoom down to particular sections that are looking for because as you can imagine including all the information necessary for all of the students in your studio it's going to be a quite a lengthy document but what I do remind parents is that not all the information is relevant to them so not to think that they need to read the 30 pages or whatever that literally there might only be five or six pages that are actually relevant to them and their child so obviously you can imagine this guide takes a long time to put together but once it's done you do just make changes from year to year and it is a lot more manageable each year as you do it but to make sure that we have all of that information we felt that last year our guide our complete guide went out a little late because we have to wait you know to hear it back from the photographer and to get the cut music from our teachers and things to make sure we have a proper running schedule so we felt that a lot of questions were coming in and we knew we had all of the answers in the guide but obviously we weren't getting that information out soon enough so a good indication to me of when we need to get information out sooner is when parents are a lot of parents are starting to ask so this year what we did and it has worked out really well so far is put out like an introductory guide so all we did was we took all the information that's the same as the year before so like important dates hair and makeup an overview of the rehearsal an overview of the concert an overview of the photos and things like that and we sent that basically towards the beginning of term three and I have found not that I do a lot of emails but um, when speaking with my office manager we've found that people seem to be a lot more informed and more comfortable with the process which is only a positive thing for us as well as them about the whole concert recital experience because I'm sure uh, you would hear and, and you know know the stereotypes of like crazy dance teachers and dance moms running around like a headless chicken so that's not the vibe that we ever want to have we want it to be a really exciting and enjoyable experience for our students and parents but not stressful and you know I'm not a magician or some type of magic unicorn like on the day 
I do get some level of stress, but I really make sure uh, as to not project that on the students or my team. And people always say, oh, like you're so calm. And inside I'm like, but you know, as long as they think they look like that, well, that's fabulous. But having that information go out as soon as possible with as much clear information, you don't want to like over type and over provide info they have to read through you know a whole page which could just be in a few dot points but having information is really important so we call it our go-to guide because we just say it was maybe a little joke because everyone said go to the guide so you know we call it our go-to guide and this year our intro concert guide was a really great way to sort of get the information out to parents before they were agreeing and signing up to definitely do the show now some other tips moving forward to keep stress low for you and be fully prepared is having backups for your music or having an extra laptop ready to go in case there is any technical difficulties So depending on how you technically run your show, creating a run sheet for the tech guys or gals is really fantastic. So I also create a lighting document which indicates the number of students and costume colors and the feel of the dance that we're trying to go for so the lighting technician can create something really spectacular. Now I didn't think that that was that crazy but the lighting guy that we used was really like blown away by it and thought it was a fantastic tool and then he was clearly able to create what we were wanting and and the vision and the image that we had for the show and that routine by giving him those expectations. So moving on to our next point is all about having really good communication with your staff, students and parents. So while the go-to guide is a fantastic way to get the information out there, if you're not sharing it, well, it's really no use. So make sure you use email and Facebook posts, Instagram posts, putting it on your page and in your group if you have one, which is a really fantastic way to make sure parents are getting information. You could even use it in a schedule on your blog post to make sure it's really front of mind. You know, you could be silly and create a little a little dance or something that you record with the kids and post that when it's time to remember and to keep up to date with all the concert info. The little tap, tap, tap reminders is a great way to keep everyone excited and calm about the entire process and they really trust you because they know that you are in charge, you're prepared, you're organized, you're ready to go and they don't have to worry about anything but their child. Now, just a couple of little other things when you're at your rehearsals and at your show, having a 911 or an emergency table with extra bobby pins and safety pins and hairspray just in case is a great way to make sure that, you know, you're providing all the things that are required for the students, even though they should be having their own. It's a great way to have a backup just in case. And for any dressing helpers or your team members who are trying to assist students, it's a great way to know where to go and, you know, where to find the resources that they need without having to borrow, beg and steal from other kids and students and teachers and things like that. Now, I know in the creation process, you can size and, you know, order and check everything a thousand times. But in my experience, there's always been a couple of extra costumes or hair pieces or, you know, anything little like that. Just bring everything, including spare tights and random lost property shoes at the studio because you just never know. And having it there, it's it's a backup and it's a really great way, you know, if a situation were to arise that you can try and deal with it. If someone loses one shoe and look at that, you've got one there that they can use. It might not be a perfect fit, but it's better than none. On the day, we also have a marshal or like a like a, a show chief, I guess, that walks around and 
check everyone is okay. So people know to go to this person if they have any questions or concerns or queries and then they will then, you know, if they need to come to see me or another team member, they know where to go from there. Now, on the day, something really good to have for your team as well as your parents, you might even want to put it on display, is like a logistics chart of who is in charge at what time and like a flow of, you know, if you have a person who's in charge in front of house or in the change rooms or someone is backstage. All of this information is a great way for everyone to know and be prepared for where they are as well as where to find people uh, instead of running around like a crazy person trying to find someone because they're not, you know, answering a walkie-talkie or whatnot. So it's really great to know that and know who needs to report where and where students need to go if they're trying to find a particular person. Some other things to think about on the day to really ensure that you're calm and serene and feeling in control is some type of sign in and out process we do with all of our students. Now, ours is quite elaborate, but I know there's a lot of different ideas out there. And if that's something that you're really interested in, I can be sure to do another episode about that type of uh, information. But some type of sign in out process will ensure that you know when students are in your care or have gone home for the day. All team members should be identifiable in a different way to everybody else, whether their shirt says crew or whether they have a certain hair piece or a funny hat. If they can be easily found by parents, it's going to be a great way uh, for them to know who to go to to ask for help on the day. Now, I'm sure this is really obvious to you, but by having a clear outline or running schedule of the day, everyone knows where they're needed and where they need to go so the rehearsal can run smoothly. You can get through everything that you had planned and you feel super relaxed, pumped and excited heading into the show. But to wrap that all up, basically my number one tip would be the concert board and I might be sounding a little bit extravagant, but seriously, it'll change your life. And it is one of the best things I have ever done for the studio, obviously. Um, It is fantastic. It's probably better than my like regular day-to-day board. My concert board just makes me feel so organized and just like, oh, like I'm just like so, so ready. And yeah, like I said, last year, seems counterintuitive, but I was stressed because I'd run out of, we didn't have anything else to do. And I was convinced we had forgot something. But aside from me being a little cuckoo, um, this year, I'm sure when that happens, I'll be prepared for it and excited and proud rather than nervous and anxious. Well, that's the plan anyway, but check back with me in November. Other than that, I am sure there is a thousand tips and tricks about streamlining your stress-free recital and concert. These are just a few things to, you know, get those creative juices flowing and make the whole process enjoyable, creative, collaborative, exciting, and basically a magical experience for your students, which is the whole reason why we go through this anyway. So it's really important to keep that in mind when you're going through all of these things. And I know that it is so annoying when parents are messaging you and emailing you the night before a show asking things they probably should have asked six weeks ago but just remember at the end of the day they're trying to do the right thing by their child as well so take it with a grain of salt do your best to answer and provide the information so that they too can be ready and excited for the show and praising about how fantastic you are to all of their friends and family so you have even more students are following you. But just to quickly wrap up, the points we went over today were 
Number one, preparation. So making a complete concert checklist board in something like Trello or Asana or um, I'm sure you could probably do something similar in Google Docs. Now with the creative process, thinking about, you know, if you've got a theme to your show or some type of really tight theme or more of a loose theme, but have fun in the creation process and try and involve your students and team, etc., as well as the parents where you can. Next tip was to ensure your parents have all the information and know what to expect in preparation for the concert, as well as a day of as much in advance as possible. So remember for me, we created our go-to guide as well as our introductory guide, and that is a fantastic way to get all the information out and have it in one place where you can share on email, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Anyway, you know, the list is long, but you can share it on all of those things and make sure the go-to guide is in there everywhere. So they just, they can't get away from the go-to guide. Really good thing is to have backups for music and extra laptops in case there's any technical difficulties, as well as communicating with your tech and lighting guys to really portray and give them a clear idea of the visual imagery and the feeling that you're trying to create for the people who are watching your show. Another tip was to have really good communication with your team, students and parents. So that's by using email, Facebook posts, Facebook groups, etc. Having a 911 or emergency table with extra bobby pins and safety pins and all of your leftover costumes and headpieces. A logistics chart for the day of the rehearsal as well as the concert. So everyone knows who was in charge and who to report to in case anything was to go wrong. And within that, we also touched on our sign-in and out sheets for our students as well as a clear outline of our rehearsal day and concert. But again, seriously, the Trello board will change your life or, you know, something along those lines. But project management tools in general, amazing and you're going to love it. And remember, like I said, don't try and do it all at like one sitting and try and plan everything for your next show. It will be quite overwhelming and I'm sure you'll forget something. I would recommend if you're thinking this is a really great idea and you'd love to implement it, you know, create a rough idea of, you know, the main things that you have to do, but then create your first complete board when you're doing your show that time and make changes and set targets and due dates and then for the next year when you copy your board it'll be all there ready to go and you'll be thinking how cool was last year me just loving last year you and that is the goal making it easier and less stressful and more exciting for you your team and the students. So thank you again for joining me for episode six of the Business of Dance podcast, streamlining your stress-free recital and concert. I am so thrilled that you joined us and I would ask you very nicely, pretty please to subscribe to us on iTunes and tell a friend if you think, oh, my friend Jenny would really love this podcast because Jenny is so awesome. There is a little tab right in the podcasting where you can share, you can message it, you can Facebook it, you can tell the world about it and I would truly appreciate it and send amazing vibes and thoughts to you for doing that for me and all of our Business of Dance community community. So wherever you are, I hope you're having a fantastic day and I look forward to seeing you again in our next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, 
please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.